calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. And this upcoming weekend, we have a watch party for Elena Undone on April 3rd at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. For our Patreon members, we cannot wait to see you there. We have a drinking game ready for you all, and we cannot wait. We also have so many things coming up festival-wise. So starting with Some of Us Fest, uh, you might remember our guest Madison Ecker from previous episode. So this is going to be a festival that's all put together by her, and it's going to be incredible. It's happening April 6th to 8th. There is so much cool stuff for you to check out. You can find out all the details at someofusfest.com. We will also be attending Clexicon virtually this year. It is happening from April 16th through the 18th. We will be hosting trivia on Friday night. So come hang out with us for some Les Hangout Clexicon themed trivia, all kinds of fandom questions. You know, all of you are ready for that. We're also going to be hosting a panel all about the flames. So you can hear more about how we're making it backstage virtually. Finally, you know you love our trivia, and we have even more of it coming up. So if you just came to Schitt's Creek Trivia, we had a blast. We are going to have so much fun next time, too, because we're getting spooky. Spooky in April. (laughs) April, we are going to have our haunting trivia. So we are going to be covering haunting both of Hill House and of Bly Manor trivia. It's going to be incredible. We cannot wait. That will be on April 22nd and April 25th. So instead of a Saturday this time, uh, we are pushing it to a Sunday for our weekend time that will be at noon and on the Thursday night, April 22nd. So we can't wait to see you there. That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our 62nd installment of Should Have Been Gay. Oh, oh, it was fun, it was great, but it should have been a little more gay. And in this week's episode, welcome back to your favorite podcast that isn't about jazz and economics, but it's all about pizzazz and homonomics. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right? <laughs> right? Nailed it. Crushed the landing. <laughs> I feel like somewhere out there, there is a podcast about jazz and economics, and I know it's hosted by like two straight white dudes, and I hate it. Yes. NPR's Jazzonomics with <laughs> Justin Thoreau. For those of you who have not seen this movie and might not get this super niche reference, we are talking today about The Spy Who Dumped Me. I am so excited. I'm, I'm so exci- excited, too. I- this is one of our patrons, Liz Chen's suggestions at the King Princess level. You get to tell us whatever you want us to do for a should have been gay. <laughs> so here we are for you, Liz, to talk about Jillian Anderson, Kate McKinnon, and Mila Kunis. But really a gift for us, I think. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So do you want to do our IMDb synopsis, Lee? Oh, do I ever. <clears throat> our IMDb synopsis for Spy Who Dumped Me is as follows. Audrey and Morgan are best friends who unwittingly become entangled in an international conspiracy when one of the women discovers the boyfriend who dumped her was actually a spy. What? That is a really long single sentence. <laughs> it truly is, but it also is relatively accurate. That's, that's the plot of the film. It is fairly representative of the plot of the film, yes, albeit confusingly written. Yes. So thank you. I wish... One day, it would make my entire life if somebody who writes IMDb synopses listened to our show and emailed us and said, it was I. So if you're out there, thank you for this one. I like it more than your others. <laughs> IMDb person. IMDb Thanks, folk. anonymous IMDb writer. <laughs> <laughs> what are our gay synopses for this film? Because it is quite gay. There's a lot of gay, so... I feel like my gay synopsis would be two girlfriends slaughter their way across Europe to keep each other safe in this hilarious thriller. I love that. I know. There's so much love between these two. They really, they're a good couple. They're a great couple. They really are. Here is my IMDb, (laughs) my IMD bisexual. No. (laughs) Okay. Here is my gay synopsis for the spy who dumped me. Audrey's boyfriend, who is fine, I guess, dumps her, and as revenge, she goes on a romantic trip to Europe with her soulmate and life partner, Morgan. Yes. Yes. I mean, really? Like, as we all should. Was there, were there any spies in this film? Was there any killing? Or was it just two lesbians on a trip in Europe? I mean, to be fair, there was a lot of people died. A lot of people died. I will say, too, when we were putting together the Q&A for this, there's a, been a lot of should have been gays that are very similar to this. Like, one of the Q&As we could have done is, would you murder for your best friend? Again, we have another it, lesbian pairing where they kill is- for their best friend. I tried to ask it another way, but you're absolutely correct. You know, like when we just had Jasmine on for Thelma and Louise talking about like, do do you kill the dude to save your friend? Like these girls answer yes, yes. 1000% over and over and over again, endlessly as many dudes as needed. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that one gymnast. Yes, accurate. As many people as needed, really. Yes. <laughs> but so, so true. Like they show you from the beginning I mean, from that naked guy going over, going over the, uh, the oh, balcony. Poor Victor. <laughs> um, what does she say? 
it looked like like a wrapped like a an unwrapped croissant or something yes yeah oh my <laughs> she God. literally kills a man who's naked in her apartment for her best friend within five um, minutes getting, of the film getting, starting sorry i got too far sorry i got too far <laughs> let's start from the beginning we're gonna step it back what was your, Tell experience? Me your experience all right all right okay i can go first this is a pretty recent movie I am pretty sure I saw it when it was in theaters. I thought it was hilarious. And I don't think I really like maybe I've seen it. Like if it's on TV, I'll just sit and like have it in the background. I think it's a great film, but like it's not one of those things that like I watch over and over and over. However, today I watched it again and it's still it it holds up. It's super gay. It's funny. It's hilarious. It's funny. I was cracking it's good writing. up. Cracking up. You know, so, OK, well. So Ellie and I were just having a, a conversation about film writers before starting this recording, and I have to share my tidbit that I learned because I, okay, let's just get this out of the way. I saw it yesterday. I hadn't seen it, okay? Get off my back season four. <laughs> Everything's fine. I Leave feel like at, alone. <laughs> at this point, it is not surprising. Like, we did all the movies we've seen in, in the 60-so episodes before this. <laughs> We've so, done a lot of we've done a lot games. of movies. There's just look, we're young. We've only had so many years of life to watch movies in. So okay, I hadn't seen it. I we watched it last night. I thought it was hilarious, and I mean, we only got maybe like twenty something minutes in before I was like, the writing is on point. I love it. I have to know who it was, and we looked it up. And the woman who wrote this also co-wrote this and co-wrote Booksmart. And I was like, of that course. makes perfect sense. Of course. Like, of course. Because it is, it's such good, believable, relatable dialogue. Like, everything about their interactions is just... I wrote down so many lines. Also, I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, a lot of this, either it's, like, just a really good script, or I feel like they improv a lot. Because, like, it felt so, like, it felt so natural. Yeah. And also, like, you know, Kate McKinnon is going to improv some weird shit. Like, some of the stuff, when they're, I'm sorry, I keep going forward, but when they're on the train, <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, when I hit that teenage magician in my, in my aunt's house or something, or the garage or something, he disappeared. No, he disappeared. He's a missing person. Oh, my like, God. Like, that seemed like she made, like, I swear to God, she just was, like, messing with Mila Kunis, because that was, that felt too real. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So before before we get started, then, if we're going to talk about the dialogue, if you had to pick what's your favorite, what's your favorite line in the whole movie, what would you pick? So my favorite line in the film, going on a should have been gay rant, is actually a, a two line exchange. Are you into Balzac? Less and less with each experience. <laughs> yep. Had to be. My, That's it. Okay, my favorite line in the whole movie, I think, is when their Uber driver gets shot in the face. <laughs> and then they, they are climbing out of his car, and Audrey's, like, climbing out of his lap because she's been, like, sitting in his dead corpse lap to drive Yeah, yeah, car. yeah, of course. And they're climbing out of the car, and she's just like, good work. Five stars, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh my, that Uber driver. I don't know why driver. leaving her little Uber rating for the dead driver on their way out of the car. I just, I thought it was so funny. And I was like, oh, Lucas. <laughs> Poor Lucas. Great work. Five stars. <laughs> A lot of casualties in this film. So many deaths. <laughs> A lot. 
let's let's start from the beginning. Obviously, we can get quite derailed. Okay, but I just want to start from the beginning in terms of gayness. So Morgan is yes. played by Kate McKinnon. Yes, is okay. Yes, not trying to typecast queer women as acting queer, but come but on, she's que- she's she so her. She's so queer. Like, Here's the thing. The thing that's funny when you want, and again, like, I have to assume it was in the script, right? But they write Morgan as so hilariously not really interested in men, you know? Right? Like, she has so many, like, from the very get-go when Victor is hitting on her before she kills him in the bar, right? She's not having it. Such such a gay sentence to begin with. This dude is hitting on her before she kills him. Yeah, before um, she murders him. <laughs> before she pushes him out Accident. of the window. I feel like it'd be manslaughter, you know what I mean? Like, she would he's- get, like, self-defense or something. Especially with her dad. I mean, he's great. Yeah. Um, when he's hitting on her in the bar and her immediate response is to go, well, I was going to drive home, but maybe I'll just drive into a wall instead. <laughs> like, she has these lines. The Balzac line. The right? Balzac like, line. She has so many of these lines endlessly throughout the movie where you're just like, are you at all into dudes? Like, because it, it clearly really not feel clearly like not. it. Like, no. It doesn't seem like it. And the outfits. Oh, God, yes. I don't know if we should go in chronological order, if we should just talk about the outfits now, because there's so many. First of all, okay, Morgan's outfits, yes. But I also would like to honorable mention Mila Kunis's outfit when they're on the balcony burning her ex-boyfriend's stuff. Yeah, It's like a cuffed, short-sleeve, gray shirt. And... Morgan is wearing a green sweatshirt with a pair of lips on it. Okay. What are the other outfits that Morgan wears throughout the film, Lee? Look, I'm going to say she spends a lot of the film in a white tank top with suspenders over it. So you tell me that if you go to like any gay club on a random weeknight someday when we can be around humans again, you don't find someone in that exact outfit. I will spend an entire night out at a gay bar cosplaying as Morgan. (laughs) And just, like, change outfits, and people will be like, yep, 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 she's meant to be here. Every single one of them you will fit in. Look, when she walks out, when they go to ki- kidnap the Canadian prime minister or whatever, no, not prime minister, <gasps> yes, the Canadian, the what is it? Something. Yeah, the Cana- it's the Canadian something and his wife. Something, and We're something. literally proving the point of the film. That they were like, no one remembers no what one Canadians remember what look Canadian. like. I don't remember what they were oh. supposed to be. Um, but... I do know that she walks out in this, like, she's supposed to be their little, you know, car driver or whatever. And that suit, and I was like, yes, girl, get it. Like, I. Where did you find a suit that fits you that well off the rack? That's what I want to (laughs) know. Exactly. Like, she had a tailored suit ready. (laughs) Yeah. Let's In be Europe, real. just waiting for her. I'm like, yes. okay, sure, gay. She also was wearing a vest at some point. Yes, when they're in the library and she has this perfect French lady. And what she's literally wearing, what I swear to God, is like a skin tight, like, lycra flannel. Yep, <laughs> like, with a vest. It's, it's yeah. tight, but it's a flannel pattern and then a vest on top. And I yeah. was like... I mean, I guess you look like a French lady if that lady is gay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the French are known to be, you know, sexually fluid. (laughs) So (laughs) just so she is French. And then, well, I don't know if this is gay. This is just ridiculous. Her like 
<laughs> her Cirque du Soleil outfit. Oh, my God. I mean, but it is pretty gay still because it's, like, very much like a a performance suit. Let's call it a performance yes. suit. Yes. <laughs> and then at the end, she's wearing a sparkly suit. A lot of, a lot of suits. A lot of suits on Constantly on in suits. Um, Constantly. Look, if we're going to talk gay clothes, I know you, you honorable mentioned... Audrey once already. I'd like to honorable mention as well. I I understand that it's her, you know, work uniform, but I'm like, it's also kind of gay to just wear your, like, what is clearly supposed to be a stand-in Trader Joe's work shirt, like, for the rest of your yep. life. Like, yep. also kind of gay. She's wearing it at her birthday party. <laughs> like, you couldn't change out of your work <laughs> Your work shirt for your birthday party? No, isn't that? It's the next yeah. day, right? It's like the day after. I she guess. doesn't wear that to the party. I'm pretty she? sure she does. Or does she? she's just wearing a gay a gay shirt anyway. Another gay shirt. It probably was another possible. gay shirt, let's be real. And I just did I confused the two. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it an honorable mention because I'm pretty sure that like I would say conservatively eighty five to ninety percent of people who work at Trader Joe's are gay anyways, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. If you're gay and work at Trader Joe's, shoot us a message. We know you're out there. We know you're out there. <laughs> Someone in their car is like, wait, what? <laughs> they, just, they called me out? <laughs> yes, we did. Um, yes, we did. Yeah. I mean, Audrey's outfit's also mostly gay. I agree. So let's talk, now that we've gotten through most of the outfits. Okay, wait, sorry, I'm not done yet. Are there more outfits? Oh, wait, are um, we going to talk about Wendy's outfit? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, sorry. More outfits, more outfits. Come on, we can't We can't do we outfits cannot, and not talk yeah. about the, like, power femme, like, I mean. White power oh, suit that we just, get. It is, it is fitted. It is, she looks, she looks great. Jillian Anderson, Jillian you look great. That's all we're going to say. That's hey, all. Hey, Jillian, you look great. Good good to see you looking that way as as <laughs> per usual. <laughs> you look you look you look just fine. Just great. It's, you know, I have no feelings about it. Are you ch- I feel like you are channeling Morgan right now <laughs> because that's exactly how Morgan reacted. <laughs> When she what saw, does she say, what does she say? My respect for you has what, has circled wait, back has to circled objectification. Back around into objectification. That is one thousand percent where we are right now. Yes, we love you, Jillian. We, we respect you. You, you look so really much. It's great. We really, really respect you. We respect you, and we respect that dress and all the work you're both doing in this world. We really do. Yes. I mean, of course we're going to talk about Wendy. Come on, please. We will definitely talk more about Wendy. I mean, do we want to talk about her now or do we want to start? No, it's, I, I, I wanted to round out the outfits and then and then we can like, you know, now we can dive into stuff. We can. OK, I great. Just, we had to cover the, it. There were, we couldn't the let costuming. It yes. The costuming is a gay. plus costume staff. Well done. Yes. Oh, my God. Should we talk costuming on Nadedia? Is that how you N- say it? N- D- Nadja, 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 <laughs> I think it's supposed to be Nadja, Nadja. Oh, Nadja. That's at least how the first guy that she kills pronounces it. When she's at the when she's at the runway, whatever modeling show, the okay. first guy who walks in kind of says it Nadja, and then nobody else ever seems nobody to else know ever says how to name. pronounce it after that. So. Nadja, Nadja. Let's say Nadja. That sounds. I'm gonna go with Nadja because it's easier on my mouth. (laughs) So Nadja, also gay. First of all, fashion show outfit, gay. Any sort of gymnast outfit, 
gay, as we've talked about, from Stick It. Yeah, not just stuck in a permanent Stick It state, huh? Yes. She hasn't, she hasn't moved past it. <laughs> she hasn't. That's her favorite film. <laughs> she I just want to sit on my balance beam and watch Stick It again. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> but yes, I mean, the haircut, everything. The half face mask, even that gay. You know, what's gayer than an eye patch? I don't know. (laughs) What's gayer than a steampunk Phantom of the Opera knockoff half mask? Exactly. Exactly. Nothing. Nothing is gayer than that. Nothing. And then I'd also like to honorable mention Vern's outfit. I know she's, you know, she's in character, but I feel like she also was gay. That's I'm just throwing it out there. There were some oh, looks. I'm here for it. You know? There were some looks in the bathroom. They saw each other. That's all I'm going to say. Clock, clocked each other in the bathroom. We've they all really there. did. <laughs> and then she realized, she's like, oh, you're gay. I'm gay. And she's like, oh, my God, you're also Vern. I feel like that's a thing. Like, you know, like the, what's it called? The handkerchiefs you put in your pocket. Mm, yeah. The Vern, the Vern name, name tag. tag is the same thing. Can that be a new thing when we come back from pandemic life? Is friend like of all, Vern. We all get a friend of Vern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, sorry, what were you saying? We all have to get little names. I was uh, going to say tags? we all get Vern name tags. Yeah, that's what yeah. I want. Yeah. I want like I'm a pin. It. Someone make me like a Vern name tag pin. That's, yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. Okay. Vern. That's, that's going to be like a super niche. Like, so niche. You know. So niche. Vern, gone too soon, you you know? You just want to go to a bar and be like, hey, are you, uh, you know, Vern? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, if somebody tries that and it works, I will please tell. Please email us. Um, Let us know. Please come to us for all your hot hot dating tips. We've got them. (laughs) (laughs) So you can say something weird to a girl at a bar and she'll look at you like you're a psycho. You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome, everyone. So, Ellie, who should be gay in this movie? Hard to say. Oh, my God. I mean, obviously, Morgan's my top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, okay. We've covered the outfits. We've covered her general disinterest in men. Um, Yeah, I mean, I feel like the next thing to really tackle is, obviously, her overall personality is gay. But let's talk about her gay relationship. Because, obviously, Morgan and Audrey are the central relationship of this film. And even from the beginning, it's it's honestly so sweet. As you learn more about Morgan, mm-hmm. remember when freaking Justin Thoreau, I don't know what his name is. <laughs> I always just am saying the actors. Justin Thoreau said she was a bit much, right? And even from the beginning, even before we saw that, I just wrote down this line because I thought it was so sweet. It's so sweet. Audrey says to Morgan, you're such a fucking freak. I love you. They're so cute together. (laughs) And I just think they're so adorable. Look, who doesn't want the girlfriend who sets you up with a birthday party and then comes out and sings karaoke to you? I know. It's so sweet. I mean, we even see that come back around at the end. It's so sweet. I just, I feel like I have to say it now while we say that, is that, again, like, okay, yeah, sure, I get it. There's the dudes in the movie that she's dating. Then please stop making your entire movie about their relationship. It's not about the dudes. Exactly. We care about the dudes. We care about them. And also, like. And that's, like, and that's what you loop back around. Like, you don't loop back around the, like, oh, here's how you met 
Drew, and here's how now, like, you're with Sebastian. Sebastian No, you looped back around her and Morgan, damn it, because that's what everybody cared about. Exactly. And also, like, if you really want us to care about these men, can you make them not like a vanilla yogurt? Oh my God. He is like, Sebastian has no personality. When we talk about just a slice of white bread, man, that is him through and through. He is just like another iteration of the same bland, boring, uninteresting man who is there to be a man. Literally, his only (laughs) purpose. His only purpose. And also, I love how, like, okay, he does save them once, maybe, right? (laughs) Like, he saves them in that... In, uh, what's it called? In the warehouse. Yeah, the pool thing, whatever, gym, wherever they are. But to be fair, at the actual end, who saves each other? Morgan Mm -hmm. and Audrey. It's constantly Morgan and Audrey. on the floor with a freaking bullet through his vest. They were together the whole time, and then, like, they throw Sebastian in for, like, the the last, like, 20 minutes of the film, and I was like, why is he here? Yeah. Why do we have to see? Could have done without him. Why do we have to see the same bring it on toothbrushing sequence? Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> We're bonding oh, over brushing our teeth. No. I'm Why over did you it. have to do it? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they did. They did. And they also really like did. How creepy. Yeah. Oh, I was actually there when you met Drew. Super weird. It's a super weird admission. Like, it's very creepy. Yeah. Like, I, oh, I thought you were cute from the surveillance van. (laughs) What? (laughs) That's, like, terrifying. I was reading the, all of the CD tracks on that jukebox right over his shoulder from the van. And here's what I would have said if I had been, no, it's weird. It's It's so weird conversation. It is so weird. I feel like my response to that situation is accurately represented by the weird European dude who comes in (laughs) to shit. (laughs) Yes. Aggressively. (laughs) Yes. I yes, like, that's my you. vibe right now, sir. Yeah. It's like I also have intestinal distress as a result of this. <laughs> as a result of this conversation. Oh God, it was so. I also like how he then comes back out and just like kills a man in their hostel room, <laughs> <laughs> like totally chill. <laughs> I know that was the craziest part when you're just like, wait, he's dead, like. Nobody in this movie is upset enough about killing people ever at any point. Just from the get-go, they're just like, I'ma push Victor naked out a window, he's dead, everybody's dead. There's we're just like shooting people left and right. Like it's yeah, they they people kill a lot of people like nonchalantly in this film. But the gay thing about it is Audrey so Morgan kills for Audrey, right? Mm-hmm. Morgan throws naked man over the thing. And then Audrey kills for Morgan. Yeah. They reciprocate. Because they protect each other. Well, and because, look, here's, okay. 
Let's talk about Morgan and Audrey and their feelings for each other, because this is not a one-way thing, right? Like, I know that we can, we can very obviously, like, they make no secret about how Morgan feels about Audrey. But I also think that it is super telling that Audrey, as soon as Drew is like, don't trust anybody, she's like, Morgan, <laughs> yeah, gotta of go. Course. <laughs> of course. I, yeah, I literally wrote that. Like, don't trust anyone except your lesbian girlfriend. <laughs> That's, I have except your lesbian lover. Oh, we're like twinsies. Yep. <laughs> but because it's so accurate, because when he says don't trust anybody, it is clear in her mind that like that excludes Morgan, right? Well, yeah, of course. Because she has that conversation later where she's like, oh, don't trust anybody, doesn't trust Sebastian, doesn't even trust Drew when he shows back up himself. But she's like, you told me not to trust anybody, but has never once questioned that she has had Morgan by her side this entire time, that they have zero secrets from each other. Like, come yep. on, come on. Endless Ugh. trust, endless trust, endless just killing people for each other. It's just beautiful. And then too, even I just love like, they're so supportive. You know, Morgan's like, Morgan pulls her aside in the bathroom and she's oh like, God. we're going to celebrate this moment. Like, you don't celebrate yourself enough. You're going to say, like, you killed a man and you t- and you were a good shot and you saved my life. And I'm like, that was the moment if I were to write this film when they're in the bathroom stall, they should have kissed. They should have kissed. Look, I'm sorry. Anytime someone who knows you through and through pulls you aside uh, to stop you in your tracks and say, because I wrote down the line because I loved it so much. Can we take a second to appreciate you? Ah, oh, stop yep. it, stop yep. it, Morgan. Be still, my heart. Like I know. I and then okay. Not only is that the gayest scene to begin with, but then the end of that conversation, she ends with, "Have you ever in your whole life felt so alive?" And I'm like, "You tell me this is not a coming out scene, and you are wrong." <laughs> I know. She's like, yeah, I've never felt so alive until I left L.A. to go to Europe. With who? My gay best friend. My soulmate. Yep. Yep. My soulmate. I know. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I mean, we we talk about the Uber driver. So they're in the Uber driver scene, right? First of all, just an incredible scene. (laughs) It's such a good scene. It's so good. So well written. So ridiculous. I did so much meth before this. Like, he was so happy to be in a high-speed car chase. Like, he was cracking me up. And just, like, the fact, yeah, it was just good. But after that, when you were saying, like, crawls over him, they leave that scene holding hands and running away. Mm -hmm. There are so many moments of physical closeness between these two that, like, yes, you can be physically close with your with your girlfriends, but like, come on, why are you holding hands? That's you never just, why we're here. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, somebody just died and you're holding hands. <laughs> and they don't here's care. My, here's the thing. I feel like this is a great time to say this because we do, we get this comment, like we'll get comments on our Instagram or like an email sometimes that people are like, aren't you kind of ignoring like just female friendships? And we're like, yes, 1000%. That is not what this, <laughs> that is not the point <laughs> of this segment. That's not the point of this segment. <laughs> okay. Obviously, you can be friends, but we are not here to talk about that. We are here to talk about how they are in love and holding hands because they are in love, damn it. <laughs> yes. Thank you. And then this is also, I think, around this moment where where Audrey finds out that Drew... Are we talking about the little much scene? Yeah. <gasps> I have that... so many feelings about All this. All right. Tell me. Tell me because it's, it's so good. It's so good. I, here's the thing. I love when you take a character who is written as your 
comedic foil like Morgan, and they give her a moment to be vulnerable and emotional and to be hurt by people. And here's the thing. Let's, okay, let's set this scene for ourselves, right? Because this is a situation where Morgan, who I am just saying is 100% in love with Audrey, sees her flirting with a dude and goes up to give the speech of like, if you hurt her, I will make you eat your friend's testicles. Like, yeah, yeah, the usual speech. The usual speech. Any condiment you choose. (laughs) But how cute is it for her to be like, I am going to put my friend above my own desires and I am going to be the good, caring, protective best friend. And for him to, like, throw that in her face, and she has just been sitting on it because that was her friend's Because her friend was so boyfriend, happy. And she refused to... And and here's the thing, because it's like I think it's funny too that when she at like when when they have that moment where she's like I can't believe you lied about having the drive up your like vagina because our sacred trust and all this stuff and I'm like you never told Audrey that he had said that to you like you had been You're holding right. on to that by yourself to protect her again all they do in this movie is protect each other ah my feelings I know <laughs> I can't take it and the the way that that you can tell Audrey immediately knows, like, how real that moment must have been for her. Like, she doesn't, like, laugh it off. They don't make this, like, you know, it's like she gets it. She gets what she's saying, and she's, like, there to, like, make space for that. And I'm just like, I love them so much, and I I love their communication, and I love how they're there for each other, and I love how they protect each other, and I just have a lot of feelings about these two. That's all. It's so beautiful. Well, I just, yeah, I I love, love, love that she's like, you are not too much. Like, and that's the point, right? That, like, clearly, and we know, I mean, we know Drew is set up to be the villain of this film, but also, like, it's like the complete antithesis of her relationship with Drew, right? Where it's like you literally see a person who's like hiding everything about himself mm-hmm. and telling other people they're too much or blah, blah, blah. And Mila's like, <laughs> Mila. And Audrey, she knows everything about Morgan and she loves every part of her. And it's and, so sweet. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. Can we call out the one line that Morgan says in response to that when she's like, you're not too much, right? Mm-hmm. And she, like, literally crying is, like, the only people who don't think so are you and my parents. And I'm like, uh. like, what a fucking gutting line. Like, I know. Jesus, just kiss already. I know. Everyone else <gasps> is boring. Everyone else is boring and everyone else isn't in love with you. <laughs> yes, Jesus. Like, what does it take? I mean, good God. This girl just, like, dropped everything and flew to Europe after killing a man to go kill more men. <laughs> <laughs> To help save your life. Like, what? Why? What else could you want? Who is Sebastian and why do you even care? Oh, my God. I care so little about him. Like, so So little. So little. So little. So little. It's a little ridiculous. Um, Also, (laughs) I'm sorry, but look, I know we're spending a lot of time on Morgan, so let's... (laughs) 
let's take a hot second. We're going to come back and talk a little bit about Audrey. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. We have to spend some time on Audrey as well, because Morgan's the easy, easy choice in this movie. Love her. Right? I, I, I love her. But let's talk about Audrey a little bit, because there's a couple things that also stood out to me. I mean, besides the way that, like... Audrey and how she treats Morgan. Like, obviously, all of those interactions are gay. But there's a couple other interactions that I'd like to highlight that I think are good starting off points to talk about how gay Audrey is sometimes. Um, Starting with, look, not only is Sebastian bland and interesting, they have what I think is the worst kiss I have seen (laughs) in, like, a Hollywood rom-com-y movie. Is it just me or was that bad it was disgusting it was a terrible like kiss. why were your mouths so like <laughs> sloppy weird and floppy together. yeah it was like literally like like when they say like like it's like fish kissing like that's what I'm it felt so like i'm so glad that was not just me because like i'll be honest like there's a lot of times where you just have like hetero romantic moments happening on screen and i'm like eh, i'm over it but like this stood out to me as being like no this is exceptionally oh bad. it was gross it was really bad and so i'd like to take that energy and examine a really important line <laughs> to me of audrey's homosexuality <laughs> which is look i'm going to give the quote out of context and then we can discuss the context but the quote is i never finish <laughs> Yep. (laughs) Yep. And I would just like to maybe extrapolate off of this that it's like, you know, it's weird. I keep like, you know, I go to law school or I go to art school or I date Drew or I date Sebastian. And I just 
never never finish. finish. <laughs> well, too, I mean, she is on antidepressants, so yes. But you want to talk about like some coded language? I'm like, can we talk about in a movie where like your best friend knows that you're having trouble like achieving climax due to yeah. antidepressants? That and you also- literally say the line "I never finish" to the dude that you clearly should not be with, like. Yeah. And also, they both have HPV. (laughs) (laughs) Real fast did that comeback, wasn't she? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, who gave it to who, ladies? It's okay. Everything's fine. I mean, listen. We just share, we share everything, even STDs. (laughs) Even a drive that I put up my vagina and now you put up your vagina. (laughs) Oh, she never put it in her vagina. She swallowed it. Uh, Oh, you're right. She did swallow it. But even still, it was up her vagina and she swallowed it. Still gay. It's still gay. Pretty close to other sexual activities. (laughs) 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 But yes, Audrey clearly has a very hard time finishing anything until she spends more time with Morgan. It was an important line to me. That's all I'm saying. It just stood out, you know? And I also think because there's the other scene that I want to talk about is the scene where Nadja's trying to torture them and they are both just so desperately trying to keep the other one like safe and alive and they're so cute together and they're so and like And they're doing it by highlighting their relationship with each other, you know? Which I'm even when they're getting tortured. Oh, I know. It's so beautiful. I'm also dying at this whole scene where they're like, she has a best friend too. And it's the balance beam. (laughs) It's the balance beam. Is that what she calls it? Something like that. Bobic. 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 Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. But it's also like, they're basically like, here are all the secrets I know about you. And there's so many. Audrey shaves between her boobs. I'm like, do you do it for her? Have you seen it before? Like, what's, you know, like, there's a lot of intimacy here. A lot of, like, they, they do say a lot, a lot of very sexually other. intimate things. Yes. Yeah. It's, like, literally all sex secrets. <laughs> That's literally what it is. Was there any other non-sex secret? I just feel like there's a lot of these scenes. Like, imagine, okay, let's let's dive into our, let's write some fan fiction for this scene. If I was going to rewrite this scene in, in like, a fan fiction way, I would have them doing the same thing where they're coming out with, like, I know all these secrets about each other, blah, 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 and then one of them has to blurt out the, like, and I'm in love with her. Yep. Right? Yep. And then she's like, like, you're in love with me too? I'm in love with you. And then they're like, and then they're doing the whole like confession that they're in love, but they're also like about to die and they're like both like strapped to a freaking like pole above their heads. It's honestly perfect. And And then they they start kissing and then then uh, they go. Someone give me this scene. That's what I want. It would have been amazing. So much better than, than Seb busting in to shoot everybody. Like True. And then they save themselves because they just start making out and and Nadja's like, I get it. I get it. You can it. go. I'm We're gonna family. go make out with my balance beam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, there's I mean it's beautiful. And then I mean, if we're gonna talk about their relationship as well, there's the speech that Morgan gives when they're both dyeing their hair. Yeah. She says, I know a lot of horrific stuff has happened, but it's been the best week of my life. 
and no one's judging me. Yes, no one's judging me on this adventure with you. Like, again, Morgan has so... Look, if you are going to write a character and you do not want to be pigeonholing Kate McKinnon into only playing queer characters, why are you giving her these lines? My God, like the language that she gets is absurd. It's so coded. Nobody's judging. I am having the best week of my life with you. Nobody's judging me out here. Nobody's judging me for being gay with my best friend. Ah. They're so in love. They are so in love. They're so in love. <sighs> and then we have the whole final scene where Drew's a little, you know, Drew sucks. Goodbye, Drew. We knew this all along. And then I would never wish this on anyone, but like, I wish that, you know, Sebastian wasn't wearing a bulletproof vest. <laughs> <laughs> because why does he have to get back up? And then, you know, we have the end where we circle back. But wait, but wait. No, no, before we even get to that, because I'm considering that like the credits outro scene, whatever. So before we really get to that, can we talk about like the end is is we have that scene where the horrible kiss with Seb. But we don't end on that. They end on the two of them hugging, like standing next to a river. Like that's how the movie ends, right? Yeah, of course, because they're the point. Because they're the relationship that you're invested in and that you care about in this movie. And then they do the whole, like, now let's let's bring it back around to, like, your birthday yes. again. Let's talk briefly about, about some alternate ships with Morgan. Okay, can we talk just, about her phone call with, with just Wendy? Just because I want to talk about the phone call with Wendy. <laughs> all right, so Wendy is played by Jillian Anderson. We all know Jillian. Jillian Anderson is, I don't know exactly how she identifies, but she is definitely a queer icon. She has dated women in the past. And she's obviously, the way that Morgan feels about Wendy, we all feel about Jillian Anderson. <laughs> so you do not throw Jillian Anderson into a film without having some sort of queer context. Well, you know you, us. And you don't throw Jillian Anderson into a film and have Kate McKinnon be, like, wetting herself over her the entire time yep. and not know what you're doing. Like, yep. please. So we have all this, like, flirtation. Oh one-sided God. flirtation. <laughs> between Morgan and Wendy. But, like, imagine if she wore her down ever. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'm like... Let's imagine, because the the final, so yes, the final thing is with the two of them. But before that, they're setting it up, Sebastian and Audrey, and Morgan's on the phone with Wendy. Yes. So I'm like, if you actually want to keep Audrey with Sebastian, which I do not, but we could at least have this Morgan-Wendy pairing where literally Wendy's like, do not come in on Monday. And she's like, see you on Monday. And then we see a year later that she's a spy. They got those jobs. So in that year, I like to envision that, like, things went on with Wendy and Morgan. She's just chipping away. She's chipping away at that ice block. I love it. And, like, one day, Wendy, like, Wendy cracks a smile. And Morgan's like, oh. And that's it. Then they get married. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. (laughs) I'm so down for it. And I know, uh, obviously, Morgan would be, too. (laughs) But yeah, you can't just put Jillian Anderson in this and like not have us fantasize. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Oh, wait, I have one more Morgan getting weird lines that you're like, why would you give this to a character if you were in any way envisioning to be straight? Which is the nice boobs comment. <laughs> oh my God, to Sebastian. 
It's just, yep. again, I'm like, it doesn't even make any sense. It's kind of just to highlight, like, she is not into men. Also, uh, there's another line that I sort of said at the beginning where Morgan's mom's like, oh, the hot boyfriend? And Morgan's like, he was fine, I guess. He was fine, I guess. <laughs> like, clearly uh, she's not. Yes. Number one, she's like, no, he's not attractive. But I mean, obviously, number two, she hated him because he was with the love of her life. Yeah. I think I think that's it. I think it's the only thing we didn't. We got we actually did a good we, look at us. We got through everything. We we went through a lot for this film. Well you done. You think you think we can't do it and we do it again. <laughs> so which characters are we shipping? Morgan and Audrey 100%. That's my top ship. They're beautiful together. Mordry. Mordry. Does Audrey have a last name? Morgan is Freeman. Oh yeah, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Morgan and Freeman. And Audrey Stockton. Stockman. 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 Okay. Freeman and Stockman. So okay. it's men, men. Men, men. Yeah, I feel like Mordry's going to be our best bet here. Uh, or stock free. And then I would also ship Morgan with Wendy if I had the chance. And that's... Morty. Morty. Morty's Morty. good. Mindy. Or Wengen. <laughs> Mendy. <laughs> Mendy. I had like some honorable mentions for Sebastian and Duffer, but also like I feel like that's just like they hate each other so much that they just have like wild passionate sex. You just you know want to I mean? see them hate fuck is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Also, but. wait, sorry, while we mention Duffer for possibly the first time, can I just take a hot second while we talk about our favorite lines in the movie? I think one of my favorite bits in the movie is the thumb in the fucking oh my God. lipstick <laughs> container was, I think, the funniest thing I've ever seen. I was not ready for it. I was not ready. It's so good. It was so good. So good. <laughs> all right. I think we can all agree. Spy who dumped me. Should have been, been gay. It's time for our Q and gay. Let's do this thing. Here we go. Q, 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 Q and, 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 and gay. All right, Lee. First question. Are you a good liar? A, no, I just keep rambling. B, yes. Or C, maybe. Can you tell? I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> mm. I feel like that's not a good thing to say about yourself, but I'm a good liar. I I mean, all actors are in at their heart, right? I know. I'm a really good liar, too. I'm a great liar. It's a, it's it's a bad. problem. <laughs> it is bad. <laughs> at least if you know it about yourself, you know, it's fine. You just... It's like an actor thing. It's also like, if I am upset, I'm really good at lying. I don't really like to, like, bring the mood down. So I've always, like, been able to, like pretend everything's fine not great all i'm gonna say is you know all of those all those games of like the resistance or like secret hitler or like all those games where you kind of just have to like lie. lie i'm good at those games nice yeah okay question two ellie how many people would you have killed in their situation a zero you would have died instantly b one to five c five to ten or d Protect your girlfriend against the whole world. Kill them all. I won't lie for this one. <laughs> it's going to be A for me. <laughs> I am... I can't. I don't... I think I would just... I don't have those uh, survival skills. No. I don't. Okay. Unfortunately. That's, maybe that's I an should, important thing to know about yourself as well. Yeah. You know? Maybe I should start going to a gun range or something so I should uh, prepare I myself. A pretty, I'm a pretty good shot. So I, I feel like I could put myself in at least the, the like, B range, maybe. I don't know. 
I, I, I don't have anything. I'll just run away. Get shot in the back. That's what happened to me. There you go. I know myself. <laughs> huh. All right. Question number three. Who would you want to date in this movie? A, Audrey, B, Morgan, C, Wendy, or D, Nadja? <laughs> Dark Horse Nadja coming out. <laughs> coming out in spot number D. Who would I want to date in this movie? You know, I feel like I have to go with my gut and say probably Audrey. Mm. You know? Better, yeah, good speed for you. Yeah. I think gonna... I think if you look at my history, it's like, oh, you know, the girl who, like, maybe hasn't figured out that she's, like, super gay yet and mm. <laughs> yep sounds about right sounds about right for me i think that's i think that's right on par anyways question four <laughs> why would someone dump you ellie a you're a little much b you never finish c you're too bossy or d you're a tess <laughs> i mean this is also obvious i'm a little much <laughs> and that's fine <laughs> <laughs> But that's why people keep me around. Poor Tess. (laughs) I know. Oh, Tess. Oh, Tess. Just the worst. All right. Question number five. What is Morgan's gayest outfit? A, white tank and suspenders. B, driver suit. C, French lady outfit. Or D, sparkly suit. Um, look, I want to say my favorite outfit is the driver suit, but the gayest is the white tank and suspenders, it's hands so down. Gay. Not even a question. <laughs> it's so it's, gay. There's no contest. It's the gayest. It really is. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie and doing a shit of gay on it more than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. What a so, joy. Thanks, Liz. Thanks. Yeah, thank you, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> As always, remember, you can answer our Q&Gay questions on our Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. Let me hear you say hip, 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 we're gay. We love hearing from you and building our community, so we want to shout out some of our favorite things each episode. And I want to give a shout out to Kira, who reached out to us on Instagram, pretty recently came out to her mom, and she said her mom responded with, well, I wouldn't blame you. And that sounds a lot like my mother, so. (laughs) (laughs) A plus response, mom. We love it. So really happy for you. Uh, We also want to shout out, we've had some new patrons joining our Discord channel lately. It's been a lot of fun. You know that we love our Discord so much. So we just want to shout out Allie P and Katie P. What are the odds? But it's just, it's always fun for us to get new people and get to meet some new listeners and talk to them a little more. So that's been a lot of fun and it's great to have you. We also want to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, speaking of patrons, who have been with us for, some of these people have been with us for a very long time. So thank you all. And our first Lesbian Jesus patron is Mark Foster, Jess Klaus, Tanya Ferguson, Jacqueline Rose Nishino, Sarah and Julia, Carrie Ann Lawrence, Danny Gunlock Tamora, Brittany Ray, Alana Rosen, Tara Gleason, and Lizette Stye. And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Leah Henley, Liz Chen, Evelyn Smith, and River Penzo. Thank you all so much. We could not keep doing this podcast without you and all of our patrons. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Let's Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or you can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Wherever you listen to podcasts, make sure that you subscribe. That way you'll get new episodes as soon as they go up. You can also subscribe to The Flame, an original podcast musical, on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Just search The Flame Podcast Musical and you will find it. 
We also still have videos going up on our YouTube channel. Make sure that you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod to catch those. If you want to support the podcast, you can rate and review us on iTunes. It helps other people find the podcast, and we love hearing what you have to say. If you want to support us financially, you can join our Patreon. You get access to all sorts of cool stuff like that Discord channel or our watch parties or uh, game nights, all sorts of fun stuff, and we have a blast. You can find it at bit.ly slash lespatreon. We also have a Patreon for The Flame, so if you're interested in hearing more about the musical, seeing some behind the scenes, getting some early drops of some of the songs, you should check out that Patreon as well. You can find it at patreon.com slash theflamemusical. If you want to get some Les Hangout merch, you can get that at bit.ly slash shop. We have 35% off the shop this week, so make sure you check that out. If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Ellie Brigida. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And And let's let's hang hang out out again again soon. soon. Let's hang.